Hey, listeners, welcome to the Extra Point Football Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Berry. And again, the Extra Point Football Podcast is sponsored by the Chuck Sports app, the only app that allows you to stay in touch with your favorite team and with your friends. Download the Chuck Sports app today at heychuck.com backslash Extra Point Pod. I'm so excited to have you on. It's our first show of 2022. Very exciting time for the Extra Point Podcast. We got a great show for you today. Uh, we're gonna do. We got a mock draft uh, set up uh, and for the first round in the NFL draft, first one of the season, um, and I'm super excited about this uh, because uh, we, we we get to you know put our stamp on it, give our picks, um, and see exactly where these teams may go, the direction we think they'll go. Um, and it'll be myself, uh, Jake Vogel is here to join me on the mock draft, uh, and a good friend, his first time on the show, uh, Winston Charles is here as well, uh, and he's going to do some uh, mock drafting with us, and that's all coming up, so we're going to jump right in today, um, there are no headlines, there are no Perry Five, I mean, it's week 18, we kind of know what's happening here, um, we're just going to jump into picking games. Uh, and, and the simple fact is this mock draft took a lot of time uh, and, and it's very lengthy. And I want you guys uh, to make sure you stay tuned for that. So uh, let's go ahead and pick the games for week 18 of the NFL season. And, and, uh, and it's not too many, you know, it's hard picking week 18 because guys are going to rest their starters and, and things like that. But on Saturday, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, the Broncos just are sliding. Vic Fangio is probably gone Sunday morning. Um, I'm almost exact about that. Uh, so give me the Chiefs in that game. Cowboys are traveling to, uh, to take on the Eagles. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to rest some players. Uh, they might start them, but I don't think they'll finish the game. Give me the Eagles over the Cowboys. On Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals are traveling to take on the Cleveland Browns. Give me the Browns. Bengals have already mentioned Joe Burrow's not playing. They're going to rest some starters. So give me the Browns in that game. Uh, Green Bay Packers traveling to Detroit to play the Lions. Give me the Packers even with uh, Aaron Rodgers and other starters. And I, I just trust the Packers more than I trust the Lions. Chicago Bears traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Uh, give me the Bears. I think the Bears go out on the high note. Give me the Bears to beat the Vikings. Matt Nagy, he's done after the season. So uh, Mike Zimmer may be done as well if they lose this game. So uh, give me the Bears. Washington football team against the New York Giants. Give me the Washington football team. I think they end the season on a better note than the Giants do. Giants should be looking for a change at head coach, but I think they'll stick with Joe Judge. The Indianapolis Colts traveling to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. I think the Colts win this game, giving the Colts a playoff spot um, and, and, and all but ending the Ravens season. But, uh, yeah, I think the Indianapolis Colts pull that off. The Steelers are traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Big Ben's possible final game. Uh, give me the Ravens in that one. I'm just going to be the homer and take the Ravens. I'm not going to tell y'all what I really think, but uh, I'm going to be a homer and take the Ravens. Um, the Tennessee Titans are traveling to play Houston Texans. Uh, Titans are still want that number one seed, so I think the Titans pull that game off, um, and I think they they, uh, they they pull that one off. The New Orleans Saints are traveling to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Give me the Saints. Um, meaningless game, but give me the Saints to pull off that when The Jets are traveling to play the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo, I think they'll be playing their starters. Give me the Bills in that game. Uh, they will be playing their starters. That's for the, uh, you know, they're competing for the AFC East Championship. Uh, so, so give me the Bills. 49ers against the Rams. I think the Rams are going to rest some guys. Give me the 49ers in that game. I think the 49ers secure that last playoff spot. Patriots at Dolphins. Uh, I think New England's going to fight to get that win. Um, again, they want the AFC East, so give me the Patriots. Seattle, Arizona. Give me Arizona. I think they got right back on the right path to win against the Cowboys last week. Uh, and the Carolina Panthers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with all the drama surrounding there. And Sunday Night Football, you got the Los Angeles Chargers playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, give, me the, give me the Chargers to win that game. Um, I, I just have more faith in Justin Herbert than I do in Derek Carr currently. 
Uh, and that's my week's picks. Uh, I know it was kind of like dry and uninteresting, but we got a great segment. The mock draft is up next. Um, I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, stay tuned, uh, and, and we'll be right back. Hey, listeners, I'm back with uh, Jake Vogel. Uh, thanks for joining us again. I really appreciate you joining us. And the first time guest, uh, our guy Winslow, uh, he's joining us here. We're going to do a mock draft. Uh, I'm super excited. Thank you both of you guys for joining me uh, here on the Extra Point. Yeah, thanks for having us on, for sure. Yeah, no uh, so I'm going to kick it off. We got Jacksonville on the clock. Um, what a bad season, you know, Urban Meyer's gone. Uh, I think uh, uh, they're going to address the tackle position. You got to you gotta solidify the tackle position um, to protect Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going to go Evan Neal as the first pick off the board in this draft. Uh, I think he's the best tackle in this draft, and I think he'll go number one to Jacksonville. And so with that pick, uh, we move on to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Winslow, you're going to get uh, pick number two uh, with the Detroit Lions on the clock. Yeah, so I have the Detroit Lions, and personally, if they're picking lower, I would want to pick a receiver right now, but since they're picking out number two, I feel like they should get the defensive piece for the future for them. And personally, in my opinion, I think the best defensive player on this team is um, Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I've been a fan. I've been a fan of him since last year. Even Jake noted. I've been saying, "Who's this guy?" Since last year, and again this year, he had an amazing season, even a better season than, since than that kid from Oregon. And there's no question he got the NFL size, and he's been very consistent. The kid from Oregon been hurt for for a little bit. He hasn't. I feel like he's just a, a, a better and and um and um. And he stays in, in Michigan uh, with the Detroit Lions. That's a good pick. Exactly. Yeah, I Definitely. think he's a good fit there. I, sure. I think he's he's going to fit that tough mold of what uh, Dan Campbell is trying to fit fill uh, a build in Detroit. Uh, and honestly, I'll say this: throughout the season, Dan Campbell has made a fan out of me. I didn't think it was a good hire. Uh, but he's been he's entirely made a, a huge fan out of me. Uh, Jake, who do you have going to Houston at number three? David Cully, uh, who do you have them taking? I think it's going to have to be Kayvon. Um, you know, they they drafted not a similar player, but, you know, a very flashy uh, player back in the day, Jadavian Clowney, a guy that tested out of the gym. I think uh, Thibodeau is is similar in that mold, just a freaky athlete on the edge, and they they need talent where, wherever they can find it. I also considered going um, Derek Stingley here. Uh, they could definitely use help in the secondary, but um, I'm I'm just going with the higher player on the board right now, and and that's Kayvon. And, and Kayvon Thibodeau, he's going to be a real force, and and I think he's one of the most freakish athletes in this draft. Uh, I know uh, Winslow, you said. Uh, you like uh, Aiden Hutchinson's tape better, um, but as pure athlete, and I don't think uh, Kayvon Thibodeau has even yeah. scratched the surface of what he can actually do on the football field. So that'd be a, a great pick by Houston. Definitely. Uh, with the Jets, uh, I'm just, I'm just going to take Kyle Hamilton here. Um, I, I feel like he'll fit really any roster, but um, the Jets are going to have a lot of decisions to make this offseason on what they're going to do on the back end of their football team. Um, I do think they just need to, you know, I, I could see maybe another lineman going here. Um, maybe uh, interior, even Derek Stingley. I, I was uh, going with that or George uh, Karloftis uh, on the edge, but I, I think Kyle Hamilton fits here uh, very well. And Winslow, oh. the other New York team, oh. the Giants are on the clock at the, at the moment with Winslow. Yeah. All right, yeah, this pick was really quite easy for me because we all know the Giants' defense is not that bad right now, so I was not thinking about defense. I'm talking about the offensive line, and they have one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL currently. They have an unbelievable running back in, in Shaycon, and they have a really young QB in Daniel. So I was thinking outside tackle from NC State, Akeem. I know it might be a low too high for him, but I feel like this position is a big need for them right now, and it's a no-brainer. Um, 
I, personally, I thought Neil was going to be there, but he's not. And I think Akeem is. Mm-hmm. Akeem is, is very, uh, a very good talent. I like Akeem a lot. Um, I actually, I interviewed Ryan Roberts a couple of weeks ago and Akeem, uh, he can see Akeem moving inside uh, a lot um, on, on the yeah. offensive line. He, he does think he could play tackle in the NFL, but he believes uh, he's meant to play inside. And I see that as well. Um, I think the, the Giants just need help up front. They got two first round picks. They got the fifth pick and the eighth pick. Um, and, and so they can, you know, make a move. Uh, for a quarterback later. They don't need to, to shoot the gun on a quarterback or if they believe Daniel Jones is their guy or they go get a veteran. But uh, I, I agree with you, offensive line has to be their pick. Yeah, so now I'm picking with the Panthers. Um, a need for them is also offensive line. I did not think their line was that bad mm-hmm. when we played them in training camp, but uh, it's, it's way too early to tell when you're at that point of a season. Um, so with me not knowing too much about the Panthers roster this year and how things have shaken out, um, I, I'm going to go with the, what the board says. They, they need tackle for sure. There are tons of talent, and uh, I am tempted to not go tackle because of some guys that are still sitting here. Uh, they addressed corner with the first pick last year. Um, they, they got the guy out of South Carolina, J.C. Horn. Uh, what if you added Absolutely. Derek Stingley to that? And they also they also have Stefan Gilmore. It would be an embarrassment of riches in the secondary. And, and I, I think that matches up really well with, with the division, the NFC South with all of those receivers. I, I think I'm just going to go there right now and, and see if they can find some talent later in the draft um, along the offensive line because – it's hard to pass up Sting. Absolutely. I was looking at that as well. At the embarrassment of riches, and, and not just the NFC South. You got the NFC as a whole. You got the Cardinals coming up with a plethora of weapons. You got the Rams coming back. You know, uh, Robert Woods will be back, you know, with that plethora of Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, and Odell signs again for another year. So you need, and especially in today's NFL, you need more than two good corners. You need three and possibly four. And, and I think that works very well with Carolina. I think they'll be very happy if Derek Stingley is there. At six. And that brings me back to the Giants again. I, I get the Giants, another pick for the Giants. And um, I, I'm going to go with my first thought, possibly with the last pick, uh, George Carlathis out of uh, Purdue. Uh, I like the kid off the edge, uh, very explosive. Uh, he provides much needed pressure. He can get to the quarterback very well, but he's also versatile and can set the edge if needed to stop the run. Uh, so I, I think that's a surefire pick. Joe Douglas is going to build something special in New York. Uh, and I think he wants to build it through the defense. And the Giants with uh, Winslow, you're, you're back with the Giants again. You went with a, a guard. You know, we'll call a guard tackle, but uh, he's he's more projected as a guard. Uh, what do you go with with the second pick for the New York Giants? All right, the second pick for the New York Giants. Um, personally. First, I'll stick the receiver also because um, the receiver that got last year in free agency has not put, have have not been playing well, and I'll say and give um, some new weapons to Daniel. But I do think it's a little too early to get that. And I was I was thinking edge, but again, you you end up getting the guy I want mm-hmm. for them. So right here is a little difficult. But um, let's see. I think they take a chance on Leo the the. The, the DM from, from Texas, um, he has a very high ceiling. This season is not – he didn't play as good as expected, and that's why he's fell out of the top three because in the beginning of the year he was really high up there. But I feel like his potential is crazy high, and he's a guy that they could really use if if he's available at eight. And it might be a little high for him, but um, that that's the position they need right now, and I, I'm confident that he'll be well over there. Yeah, I, I yeah, really like and I've seen a lot of mock drafts having him slide a little bit. Um, we're all Ravens fans on here, so we understand if he slid anywhere near Baltimore, we're, we're clamoring for Leo. Uh, but, um, again, I think he's an exceptional talent. Um, he can disrupt from the inside. He's a guy you can really move around the line, um, especially in pass rushing situations. Uh, I, I like that pick very much. Um, Jake, I, did did you like that pick as well? And, yeah, and, absolutely. But, I think it. I think it makes a bunch of sense too. Um, you're talking about wanting to get an edge player, but Leal kind of is is the best of both worlds because he wins so much on the outside, 
and you can also kick him in. So he's kind of like having a interior defensive lineman and an edge player Absolutely. all in one. And, 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 and Jake, you're going to clap for pick number nine with the Washington football team. Yeah, so they have a loaded defense. Um, thankfully, I, I don't have to pick Leal here. Um, he's he's off the board, so I can kind of wait on the defensive line. There's a corner sitting here, Andrew Booth Jr. Um, that makes a ton of sense, even though they're already they're already stacked. Um, and then also, they need a quarterback. I, I'm not gonna reach for anybody in this class right now. This is way too early of a mock draft for for me to know where these quarterbacks are going. So the next spot down the list is um, is Kenyon Green. I, I I could I could see Charles Cross as being the option, perhaps the best pass protecting um, tackle in the entire draft. Uh, but Washington also needs help on the interior of the offensive line, and I think. KG Kenyon Green is one of the best interior linemen in the entire draft. So that's where I'm going to go here. Um, what do you guys think about that pick? I think that's a good pick. I, I think they need to go interior on their line. Um, uh, you know, a, a quarterback possibly, but the, the way these quarterbacks are going to fall, we, we really have no clue. Um, you know, I might pick a quarterback later exactly. in this mock, um, but I think this is too early for these guys. I, I think this offseason is going to be a lot of veterans being moved. Um, and that's where you're going to want to put your money in. Um, but I think Kenyon Green is, is an excellent pick. Washington has to sure up their offensive line. The defensive line looks great. You know, uh, I, I looked at the offensive line and possibly a linebacker, but I don't see a linebacker going this early. Yeah, and they just – not that they can't double dip, but they did just yep. get one in the first round last year. Winslow, what do you think? No, I love that pick. Um, I feel like I, I do think that they might get a, a quarterback in free agency. Personally, I I would have risked a quarterback at this this high, even though we don't know where they're gonna go. But I feel like you know certain teams are just one quarterback away from being you know a playoff a playoff team. I think that they're all one of them. They have really nice offensive weapons. The defense it was bad this year, but before it was pretty good. I'm hoping they can have a bounce back here. But I, I personally, I wouldn't want a quarterback, but I can also see them just staying with their guy they have and just, just, just making it easier for him to play the game with a very, very good um, inside offensive lineman. And I got the Falcons on the board at 10. And, and this one, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with, honestly, um, Falcons need interior defensive line. They, Falcons need defense, really. Um, Offensively, I think they're pretty. I mean, you could see them taking a quarterback at some point. You got to get Matt Ryan's replacement. Kenny Pickett looks mighty good here, um, but I think the Georgia boy stays in house, and I think Jordan Davis is going to go round one. I think he's going to go top ten. I still believe that. I believed it all season. I know the Alabama game threw a lot of people off, uh, and it makes sense. But NFL, they're going to want him to come down some some pounds, probably maybe even twenty. Um, just so he can be, you know, more consistent, more dominantly on the field. Um, but Atlanta has a real problem on defense. You kind of can have your way with them. Uh, so I believe a Jordan Davis clogs up that defense. You can put Gary, uh, Grady Jarrett a little bit to the outside, maybe at the three technique and let him work there um, with Jordan Davis in the lineup. Yeah, I like that. Um, I know some Atlanta fans on Twitter personally, that did not like the idea of Jordan Davis, um, especially at 10. I, I think they just have other um, positions that they desire there. But in, in my opinion, Davis deserves to be a top 10 pick. So uh, I'm cool with it. Yeah, man, I'm for sure. I, again, personally, I love Jordan Davis. Hey, if you watch the film, when he's on the, when, when he's on the field and when he's not tired, he's excellent. The issue is, he gets tired pretty fast. If you, you fix that, you have yourself a dominant inside inside line. It's it's you know it's pretty simple. He he's got his conditioning got to be better. That's pretty, not even the weight. His conditioning got to be better. He he, he got to be able to stay on the field longer. That's literally and, the only. And issue. when he gets with that, I feel like and he's yeah, going to get with that. Fix that. Condition. Yeah, you 
He's going to get what the NFL guy. conditioning coach. Yeah. They're going to get that stuff under control. I, and I, I don't have any any qualms about it. <laughs> I want a lot of people to understand this, too. When you're looking at pass rush from the inside, you really don't look at sack numbers. You look at how much they can disrupt the pocket and cause the other guys around them, the Trayvon Walkers, the, the free rush lanes these guys have because he's taking up so much of the pressure inside, causing a quarterback to move left and right. So everybody looks at the pass rushing numbers for Jordan Davis, and they're not all inspired, but he causes havoc when he's in the lineup. And and so now we're at the Denver Broncos pick at number 11. Uh, Winslow, that one's on you. All right. So um, personally, so again, Broncos, certain teams are just one quarterback away from being good. And personally, I liked, um, for quarterback, one kid I like is, I ought to find his name, give me a second. Um, um, the um, Malik, I like Malik because his potential, but again, I don't think he's quite NFL ready. And I think they need a guy right now. I don't think they'll get a guy in free agency and eventually one of those quarterbacks got to go off. And I think right here is the perfect one with, um, the kid from Pittsburgh, Kenny. Um, his his game was wasn't that bad. His last like last game wasn't that bad, and I think he's the best one. Right yeah, now. I, I like Kenny Kenny Pickett. Uh, I, again, I talked to Ryan, and Ryan was concerned with the hand size. Uh, he and he believes that that banners and causes fumbles, uh, like with Derek Golf, things like that, um, and, and that can be concerning. Uh, I think Kenny, Pick- Kenny Pickett kind of fits Denver. Uh, he kind of fits that 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 mold of a Denver quarterback. Um, not the strongest of arms, but he's a willing competitor. Puts his body on the line, um, and and I think those receivers need a treat of an actual quarterback. Those are some good receivers that they have in Denver. Um, so I would like to see what the a- a actual quarterback. I like Matt Corral a little bit more than I like Kenny Pickett, um, just because of uh, you know. Both have good experience. Matt Corral has an SEC experience, and I think SEC experience matters a lot uh, more than, you know, ACC experience. But uh, I'm just more on the Matt Corral train than I am of Kenny Pickett. What did you think, Jake? Yeah, I'm with you there, too. Um, It was a while back that we were talking about some of these prospects, and I wasn't as high on Matt Corral as you were at the time. And I I think I've come around a little bit – in this draft class, he's probably QB one. I really still do like Malik Willis, um, but his stock has has dipped for sure um, since earlier in the year. So uh, probably QB one off the board, in my opinion, would be a guy like Matt Corral. You know, he is like the point guard out there, Dinkin and Duncan. Um, I think that would fit Denver really well with the weapons that they have. You talk about Jerry Judy. Um, getting that quick, easy separation, just like pass it to him seven yards, and then, you know, he'll get yak on top of that. Um, and then you can hit Sutton over the top. Um, so uh, he would have been my quarterback yep. choice if you're going quarter quarterback there. But um, Kenny Pickett has come on strong. He's a lot of uh, a lot of people's favorite quarterback or, mm-hmm. or in the top three at least in, in this draft class. So I got no problem with it. I, I just yeah. probably would have gone. And number 12, Jake is still on you. You got the number 12 pick with the Minnesota Vikings on the clock. You know what? Minnesota needs help in the secondary. I, I, I guess this is just where I am in the, the draft slots where I'm just kind of thinking corner, corner, corner at every single turn. Um, yep. This is where Andrew Booth falls in my opinion. I mean, you could take a safety for them. You could take a defensive lineman, but Booth is still sitting here at the top of TDN's board. And, and I like him as a player and Devonte Adams isn't going anywhere unless, well, I guess he could, but um, until he's somewhere else, the Vikings Absolutely. need a lot of help. I, I love that pick. I think that pick is perfect Absolutely. for Minnesota. Yeah. Um, whether uh, Mike Zimmer is there or not, we'll, we'll probably find out on Sunday. Um, uh, but uh, I think a corner makes so much sense. Uh, and I love Andrew Booth, by the way. I am a big Andrew Booth fan. He's very instinctive, very fast and twitchy, um, but also can come up and he'll he'll make a stop against the run if he needs to. So I like uh, uh, Andrew Booth. Uh, Cleveland on the co- uh, clock at pick 13. I mean, when you look at Cleveland's roster, you really don't see many holes. And, and I, I was struggling. I'm like, I really don't see a big hole in Cleveland's roster. But what I do think, I think this is the moment where the first receiver comes off the board. Uh, Chris Olave from Ohio State, 
makes all the sense in the world to go to Cleveland. Um, and also Jamison Williams does as well. You want somebody to take the top off of a defense. So, uh, and in the quarterback situation, can you actually hit it? I'm going to go with Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Um, he stays in Ohio. I've really been doing this Homer thing in this draft a lot, but uh, I'm going to go with Chris Olave uh, out of Ohio State. I think Cleveland takes the receiver here. That, that makes a lot of sense to me, and I'm glad you didn't take Jamison Williams. Uh, you kind of brought up the name to me before I was really in mm-hmm. tune to who he was as a player. Um, Jamison Williams is absolutely the most dangerous yep. wide receiver in this draft class. So I am glad that you didn't give him to Cleveland. Yeah. Hopefully we, we can avoid that experiment to the AFC, but you know, we do have Pittsburgh coming up here in a little while. So maybe we can, I don't know, avoid that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, he could, I think Jamison can go a lot of places and I'm not trying to talk for you guys because you know, you guys are going to get your pick, but that's uh, New Orleans pick at 15. That, that screams Jamison Williams to me as well, um, just because Sean Payton could use a piece like that to take the top off of the defense because he really doesn't have that right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody that can take the top off of it. Uh, you got Michael Thomas coming back, and I think Jamison will be a good pair, but New Orleans also has a bunch of other uh, intriguing stuff that they need to take care of. Teron Armstead uh, is a free agent this summer. New Orleans doesn't have a bunch of money, so they might need to address tackle, but – uh, we'll get to that pick in a little bit. Winslow, you're at pick number 14 with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they have three first-round picks. That's actually very incredible. Um, what do you see that going? Um, personally, well, I don't know much about their um, their team right now. Personally, I do think Edge is where to go right now. Um, David Adrabble, um personally, today, today I, I seen some feeling on him today because um, yep. Coach Evans, y'all know him, is in the group chat. He posted a video about him and perfect guy. He's he's amazing. He's I think this is the first year being being this good, and this is first, his first full year playing. Yeah, first full year playing and damn, he's good. He is really good. And I feel like this Eagle team is already a playoff team. I feel like if you get a better defense, and I think next year that team is going to be even better. That, that that's perfect for them right here. I agree with you. I, I think that the, I mean, Jake, you said it earlier. We were in the space, and, and you said Ryan compared him to uh, Odafe Owe, uh, and that's actually a very good comparison. Six five, he's a, a freak of nature. You really could move him all across the line if you wanted to. Um, obviously, you want him on the edge, but he's a guy who can blitz from the inside if you need him to as well. Uh, he's can drop in the cover. He's just a fully motored guy. Uh, I love. He's actually probably one of my favorite prospects in this draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like him. Um, so I, I think that's a good pick. It's unfortunate for the Ravens. Uh, the way this board is falling, there's still going to be players that we like for Baltimore, but it, it's kind of disappointing um, that we're going to have to kind of scroll down the list a little bit and you know leave some names out. This, there this is a draft as a Ravens like. fan. You're so probably saying trade back, that, trade back, trade back. The Saints. This is a tough. This is yeah. a. Yeah, this is a tough situation. Um, I could see them taking a quarterback. They don't have a great situation there. Jameis Winston, you could try to start him again. He wasn't terrible, and he got hurt. Um, Matt Corral would be like Drew Brees' replacement. I'm not saying he's that same level or ever will be, but you know, it kind of fits the mold. Maybe he sits for a year behind Winston. Um, so that is an option. And then the other option is like what you mentioned, Theo, uh, Jameson Williams makes a ton of sense. Uh, even mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson makes sense for them. So it's going to have to be between one of those guys. Ah, man. I don't want Pittsburgh to get a wide receiver. But you know what? They don't normally take mm, – they need a quarterback too. And an offensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to be scared of what Pittsburgh is doing. I am just gonna go Matt Oof. Corral first. I mean, second quarter, second quarterback off the board. Matt Corral's going to uh, New Orleans, and he's going to become the future quarterback there. Uh, Sean Payton doesn't want to have to wait more years to figure out the, the quarterback. I, I, I like that pick. I, I think Matt Corral with Sean Day, uh, Sean Payton is a perfect place for Matt Corral. Honestly, um, Matt Corral can make a lot of plays. Matt Corral, uh, and he's he's sneaky athletic as well. He can make plays with his legs. Uh, if need be, and Sean Payton's going to make use of that. But what I like the most about Matt Corral, 
Uh, one, he's played in big moments. Now, he hasn't always performed the greatest, but he has played in those moments. A lot of these quarterbacks in this draft haven't played in those big moments, and that frightens me a little bit. He does have that SEC experience, which I love. Uh, so I am a good – I am very good with that pick uh, with Matt Corral uh, going to New Orleans. Now, we're here with Baltimore, uh, and Baltimore is an interesting situation um, because uh, you're looking at um, – Offensive tackle, you know, we could address that here uh, with Charles Cross. He's on the board. You got Devin Lloyd uh, sitting right there. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum uh, right there as well. Roger McCreary. Uh, you can go sauce. If you want some sauce, you can you can reach a little bit. Uh, I know TDN's board, you know, uh, sometimes it's all over. It, it doesn't match our boards probably um, because I have a lot of guys way higher than they do, but um, – I think I would go with Charles Cross here for Baltimore. Uh, you know, the fans might not love it in the moment. If you actually watch football, you will love this pick. Uh, for yeah, Lamar I think Jackson. that's the right pick. Uh, he gets the right uh, tackle, but also insurance on the left side. The and offensive line in Baltimore. And uh, so Charles Cross to Baltimore. Over-investing this year, I think they should. And I wouldn't call it an over-investment to, to take a tackle in the first round. They, they are going to need a starting right tackle for the future years, so – um, great, great pick in my opinion. You have to have somebody with that versatility because Ronnie does tend to miss some games, even in a healthy season. So uh, I'm with it. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh at number 17. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see what you're going to do with this Winslow because Pittsburgh, you know, they can go Desmond Ritter here. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of Desmond Ritter. Uh, well, now, uh, Jake, we talked before, you kind of convinced me into Desmond Ritter a lot because uh, he could make all the throws on the football field. Still raw, still a project. Um, they could go Jamison Williams, uh, but they that's against what they do traditionally. They don't touch a uh, really receiver until later rounds, and they usually hit a home run. Tyler Linderbaum is sitting right there as well. Uh, where do you go right here if I were you, uh, if you were the Steelers, Winslow? Yeah. To be honest, I almost forgot that big band in retirement. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, for me, in my opinion, this is tough. This is real tough. Um, all right, honestly, I'm going Tyler. I'm going Tyler. They have a fantastic running back. They need to fix that O-line. They, they, they really do. It doesn't matter if you put a quarterback back there if he can't throw the ball. Because he, he I feel like you fix that O-line, you get somebody either in free agency or you wait next year. right? You, you don't have to replace Big Ben right away, in my opinion. Because because this O-line been troubled since when? Since since last year. And I, and with a guy I like the Tyler, he's comparison a, I heard he's the, the best in, previous um, player inside line is, since um, um, Quinn, is Jason Quinn Kelsey, the, the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Undersized center. If he wasn't a center, uh, he probably would have He went wins with mobility. That is, that's probably going to be Tyler Linderbaum's game. Um, I think that works in Pittsburgh. They did just draft a center last year, but they can kick exactly. him inside the guard if they want. Green, I believe. Um, but you don't pass on a guy like Linderbaum if, if you believe he's the answer. So. Correct. Yep. You like in college, Green Green was not a center in college. Green was a guard. I, I watched tape on Green was a guy I wanted for the Ravens. Green was a guard, and in my opinion, get we've seen how good Najee Harris been this year. Imagine how much better he could be if he had a, a, a you know an offensive line. There's plenty of teams that don't have an excellent quarterback and have an excellent running back, and look. They're doing fantastic. They have the receivers, you know. All you need, all you need pretty much all you need is a game manager's type. And he could be – they could be really good. <laughs> and I feel like the Tyler right now, that's perfect for them. It fell yeah. right into and now, And now we go to pick number 18 does, and does the right out. And, and this just like seems like pick. a Jameson Williams uh, pick, right? This just seems like the Al that. Davis speed, yeah. speed, if speed. If Williams goes to the Raiders, I think he'll be able to well, use it you have properly. Um, unfortunately, the rugs experiment didn't go well, and then the off the field stuff. Obviously, he's not in the league anymore. Um, terrible situation all all around. But 
Uh, it, it definitely seems like one of those positions that they would just reload. Uh, I, I, I can't really argue with it. Um, I'm looking at the rest of their, their potential needs, some other guys that are available. Uh, they could go Roger McCreary. Um, th- that would, that would fill a need and it's, it's a relatively uh, good player left on the board. Um, but I- I'm just going to have to agree with you and, and go with Jamison Williams. Mm-hmm. He's just the most explosive weapon in, in the class, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. It, again, it just feels Raiderish to say speed, the, the fastest guy in the draft, the most explosive weapon. Um, again, the Raiders is going to be an interesting uh, topic uh, coming up soon because, you know, I'm hearing rumblings. Jim Harbaugh might be interested in, in making a comeback to go to the Raiders. And, and what what would he want? You know, how the offense he would want. I think Josh Jacobs would turn into an all-pro with uh, a guy like Jim Harbaugh. Um, and then Jamison Williams will take the top yeah. off of that defense after you pound the rock so much. Um, Absolutely. So I, I like that pick. I think that pick, pick fits Vegas. Uh, and, and I think that'll bode well for their future, just how would they use him and making sure they're using him correctly. Pick number 19 of the Eagles. Uh, you know, they get they get two picks and, and two picks within three selections of each other. So the, e- <laughs> the Eagles, you know, they've already chosen the edge, uh, edge player, uh, uh, in the first round with David Ajobo. Um, you know, I, I can go Roger McCreary here and it makes all the sense in the world. Um, but that's not the corner I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Kair Elam. Uh, I like him in Philadelphia. Uh, I like, I like him as a corner in general, but he plays very physical. Um, honestly, he reminds me so much of a guy who might leave in free agency and that's Darius Slay. Uh, he plays a very physical game. He can jump routes. He does take a lot of risks sometimes. But when I watch Florida, he stands out watching him when I watch the Florida tape. Uh, so I take Kair Elam uh, at pick 19 to Philadelphia. All right. Hey. That's not a bad pick at all. Um, Chargers at pick 20. This is hard. Um, yeah, pick 20. They have Chargers. Um, there's a guy I'm 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 thinking kind of. That's it. It's a little bit of a reach, but they do need a, a, a offensive tackle, and I think a really good offensive tackle that's kind of slept on right now. It is um Nicholas. Is his name is Nicholas Petit? Yeah, Nicholas Nicholas Petit Frere. That's a that's a French last name. I know because I'm Haitian, and I, I recognize that. Um, I seen I seen some tape on him, and he's really athletic. Crazy athletic. He's good. The Chargers have a an amazing young talent at quarterback, and you got to protect him. You you have to. It's, it's, and look how he played this year. Imagine how, how much better he's going to play next year, in my opinion. And I feel like I, at I 20 is a low high, year. but it's um, not too high, in my opinion. He didn't him. stand out in a um, good way when I was watching I feel like OA. if anybody watches his tape, uh, they're all going to love him. You know, yeah, good size. So the lack He's of production that OA had in his, six, five, two, his final year in college, I thought he played pretty mm-hmm. well against Ohio State, both of their tackles. Um, so I I wasn't super high on him then, but I, I also haven't done a deep dive. So I, I need to get into the offensive linemen. Um, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure he did much better, much better this year than what he had done. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the pick. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, of Nicholas. I, I mean, when you turn on the tape against Michigan, he just got bullied. Uh, he got bullied by Aiden Hutchinson. He got bullied by David Ajobo. Um, and those are premier talents, right? Uh, he got he got straight bullied in both mm-hmm. of those games. Um, uh, the game He played better in the game against Utah, um, but – I, I just need him to be more consistent. Some plays it looks like he gives up on. He doesn't have any heart. Um, so I can understand that pick, uh, but he should have been – if he would have dominated this season, he would have been going way higher is basically my point. 
and I could possibly see him slipping into the second round. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that pick. Yeah, the Eagles know, are up again, have, uh, Jake. Uh, they've already t- taken the, the edge rusher. They've taken the corner. Is this where they go um, offense? Or man, start putting it would some bodies on the line. I have that many picks as a Ravens fan. Um, yeah, they. It looks like offense is is likely what they would do. The the other thing that's in the back of my mind is, uh, would they like to get <laughs> strong at linebacker? Uh, I think I think for a number of years they've they've kind of wanted a good middle linebacker in Philadelphia, and here I have the choice between Devin Lloyd and Nakobe Dean. Um, I, yeah. I know some Eagles fans that were kind of jealous when the Ravens got Patrick Queen. Um, so I think this receiver class is deep. I'm going to pass on receiver right here, and I'm going to Kobe Dean because I personally like him a little bit better than um, than Devin Lloyd, and I need to watch more more Lloyd. But uh, as of right now, I I really like Dean, and I think um, he will be coveted and. In the twenties, it definitely seems like a fair spot for him. I agree. That was a good pick. Uh, in, in my opinion, I was between Dean and I was between uh, uh, Jaquan Brisker at safety. Uh, I don't think the Eagles go offense round one. I don't think it's needed this early. Um, I think round two, you probably can go receiver. You can get a running back. Um, but I, I just don't think – you can go offensive line. This this is a really deep offensive line in draft. Uh, but I think they need to shore up that defense. Um, you already get your edge rusher. You get your corner, and now you add Nicole Dean in the middle of your defense. I think your defense is good for the next five, ten years uh, with those staples. And Miami's on the clock. Miami is a little different, uh, difficult to, to – because I'm not sold on how – they are with Tua. Uh, I don't think they really believe in Tua, Tunga Vailoa. Um, and, and I know uh, I don't really see receiver as a need. You know, Will Fuller will be back next season. Um, you also got Devontae Parker. You just got Jalen Waddle. Um, I don't I don't see receiver. Running back, that's a real possibility here. Uh, I could see a running back going here, uh, uh, you know, the end of the first round, that's usually where they start going. Uh, maybe Kenneth Walker. I think that's a little too early. Um, this is a tough pick. Uh, I'm going to go offensive line, though. I think you got to build up that offensive line. And I think Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, um, I think he could fit uh, with Miami. I think they need to show up that offensive line. And I think that's the direction they go in. Uh, You're on the clock with New England at pick number 23. Um, Again, New England is not a team I really pay much attention to, but I do know their defense is pretty good. Offense line is pretty good. They have the quarterback. Um, They have their tight ends. Um, I'm thinking receiver right here. I'm thinking receiver because, again, you have a young quarterback, so just get him more weapons. It's simple. Just get him more guys to throw to. He's, he's not a running quarterback. He's on throw the ball. I'm um, pretty sure they do have the running back. And even if they did it, 23 is a little too high for a running back right now. So, um, Grant Wilson, um, the kid from Wild State, he's like a six foot, almost 200 pounds or, or less type guy. I, I think he was the best receiver out of Wild State this year, personally. Um, I'm surprised he, he was even here at number 23. So, in my opinion, he's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that pick. Um, I could see New England, you know, possibly saying goodbye to Donta Hightower uh, this offseason and going Devin Lloyd. Uh, I, I could possibly see that as well. Uh, but Garrett Wilson is a very good pick. Like you said, you got your quarterback. Yeah, uh, uh, I want to touch real move, quick on uh, – To get a receiver on, for um, uh, Winslow's as pick. well. I, I really and so, Jake, like you're back on the clock now. I picked well, number 24 as, with as the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals the on the clock. fit for New England if you're going to grab a receiver there. Um, the other guys to consider, of course, were like Traylon Burks out of Arkansas and, and Jahan Dotson and George Pickens. Uh, some of those guys are bigger bodies, and then uh, Dotson's obviously smaller, but I feel like Wilson was kind of a nice blend of like a New England-type wide receiver that you know can get in and out of breaks quickly, get open, and you know be a nice check down option for Mac Jones. 
But uh, moving on, we have the Cardinals picking, and their team Their team is strong, very, very strong this year. They've addressed linebacker um, in all, all sorts of ways in recent drafts. I'm not going to go Devin Lloyd here because of that. Um, yeah. Corner is still sitting here. I keep on adding these guys. Another another option would be Trayvon Walker. Um, he's he's a nice edge type player out of Georgia, uh, but I'm going secondary. Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Uh, you know what? Change that. McCreary is a good player, but you know I I like my chicken with some sauce. So I'm going Ahmad Gardner right here. Man, he he's a playmaker. Uh, he has good hands. He's sticky in man coverage. He's a short tackler. I mean, he's Absolutely. really the complete package. Good. And, and what what do you like about in Arizona? Is they don't have Patrick Peterson anymore. You know, um, they they don't have the same corner play that they used to have. And their defense, other than that, is pretty solid. So I want to bring a little bit of uh, playmaking ability to that group. Um, and, you know, go after a guy that I like more than what this board has in front of me. Yeah, definitely. Sauce so Garner, um, people always say over at Cincinnati, he doesn't play top receivers. But for a guy that don't play top receivers, he surely locks down everybody else. In my opinion, because because he doesn't be top receivers, you think like, okay, he has an amazing season, and that's what they like. Why he has, he, he's like a grown man over there. Um, the highest passing percentage ever gave was like thirty six percent. Three interceptions every year he plays has not allowed a touchdown in college. Like he seems too good to be true. He's took six two, almost two hundred. He got the size. I, when I watch it, he looks like he got the speed. That's a perfect Absolutely. When you're going to get yeah, and, and he played on a great defense. Granted, it wasn't all game, but, you saw what he did. What uh, did you see, Jake, out of what his performance really well. against Alabama? Um, I think there might have been one target kind of in the race his draft negative style yards. Um, per- perhaps, if, if I remember correctly. But, um, you know, not giving up the big play to Alabama speaks volumes. And, and of course, Georgia, when they played Bama uh, just a couple weeks prior, they had to deal with John Mechie as well um, for most of the game. And unfortunately, Mechie got hurt. I still hope that his draft stock is high and that he gets picked um, and has a successful career. But, um, it, you know, Cincinnati didn't have to deal with both of those guys. They only had to deal with Williams and then the younger players. But, you know, I, I think Sauce improved his stock by, by playing against, you know, the number one team in college football right now in Alabama. And that brings us to Buffalo at, at pick number 25. Um, you know, they, they can go edge here. Uh, Trayvon Walker is sitting there in front of them. Um, a guy, he just, he just fits with Sean McDermott, I feel like. You know, a, a, lot, a good motor guy, strong, can make a bunch of plays, hardworking. Um, Devin Lloyd has fallen to you. It's not really a need of yours, but you know, just a good player like that falling to you? Do you make a move on that? Uh, do you go tight end? Do you end, uh, pick a tight end at the end of the first round? Um, I don't I don't think so. Uh, I don't see a tight end really first round worthy. Uh, what do you show up that offensive line? Uh, I think they go offensive line. And, and this is another guy I've talked to Ryan about, Ryan Roberts, and, and I said uh, this might be a guy you can kick inside. I like him at right tackle more, and that's Darian Kennard. Um, a guy you can kick inside if you need to. A guy you can kick uh, to the right tackle position. Um, Buffalo needs to establish yeah, a running I like game. The pick. You have to when get that going at some point. All the different positions. Um, I was that starts with is having a nasty right offensive away, so, lineman that uh, wants to punch somebody in the mouth. Darian Kennard is exactly that guy. Winslow, you're on the clock with pick number 26 with the Cincinnati Bengals. 
do they go with that was funny um, that they're on the clock uh do, do they go receiver again yeah. even though they have a million of them or, or what do you see them going too much receiver. um in my opinion at 26 i don't see an offensive title that should be going number one um i love wyatt but i don't think he's a first round pick personally i, I think he's a, a second round type of guy um, I don't see any inside inside offensive lineman that I like, but there's a safety right here. That's that I feel like I'm surprised again. I'm surprised he even is still here. Um, um, the safety from Penn State, he should have been he should have been gone in my opinion. And they do need a safety right now, and I feel like that's perfect for them. Just just get that defense better. I know I know they need more O line, but they could get that in second round and. And you're and talking about Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State. And and I think he pairs very Absolutely. well with Jesse Bates uh, at the other yeah, safety. Yeah, I think it's uh, really Jaquan Brisker pick. comes um, down. He, he makes an impact. And you'll feel him when he comes Jesse down. Bates. Uh, like I think that's a pretty good solid pick. To. Um, I think Brisker and, and coming in really team? helps that defense um, take it up another level. So uh, I don't I don't like it as a Ravens fan, but I, I like it as a talent evaluator. Man, talk about a defense that really turned things around yeah. this yeah, year. I don't like that. As, I don't like that as a Ravens fan. Like looking at TDN's board, but, uh, Dallas, Dallas is on the clock at safety Jake, at the top. Uh, then, of course, wide receiver with Michael Gallup likely out the door. Um, defensive line, offensive. I mean, yeah, defensive line and interior offensive line. So, um, lots of options here. Devin Lloyd's still sitting there. They have. <laughs> They have, you know, rookie defensive player of the year in Micah Parsons, who, you know, you can label him whatever position you want. Uh, I think he coming out, he's he's pretty much linebacker, and and now I'm not not so sure. Um, right, he is he's athlete for sure. He's in. I could really see with this class being so strong at wide receiver. He's, he's uh, actually you just know college when they label you athlete. Um, he's if, he's if the NFL version of just athlete. Their offense um, about <laughs> yeah. all yeah. the weapons that they have, the three wide receiver set. I I say you know why not just attack here? Um, you can go a couple different directions. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys I like. George Pickens, in in my opinion, is an alpha. If they if they want to get a, a big X wide receiver, Drake London, same thing. Um, Jahan Dotson's that speedster, and then Traylon Burks is kind of a yeah. blend. He's he's a little bit of a bigger body, but a great player. And um, I'm gonna go with Burks. I, I think he's he's a good a good player with the ball in yeah. hand, especially for his size. Uh, and I think that makes that offense um, scary for years to come. Six three two twenty five. This guy is a is a giant. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, when I was looking at the Cowboys, it was either you're going to go receiver again. Gallup's already hurt. Um, he, he tore his ACL recently, so um, and he might be out the door. It was either that or, or, or Daxton Hill. I looked at at this position that was a big possibility. Uh, maybe you go back to that defense, that secondary after you got Trayvon Diggs, um, and you said, "Look, we're going to shore up this secondary some more. Let me get a safety out there." Uh, who can ball out as well. Uh, but I do like that pick uh, with Burks. Tampa Bay's on the clock, and and it's kind of exactly what you said. Uh, I think there's such an abundance of riches at receiver. Uh, and I've been telling people this. At the end of the first round, there's going to be a good run of receivers because these good teams, they, they like their three wide receiver sets. Uh, and Tampa Bay obviously losing Antonio Brown. You lost one of the receivers. Uh, Godwin got franchise tagged, so, you know, his contract is up at the end of this season. Maybe, you know, he doesn't get extended. Um, and again, it's your pick. Uh, you got Mike Evans as the big body on one side. Do you want to add a, a small guy inside of Jahan Dotson um, here? But I think they're going to roll the dice with their guy. And I, I like George Pickens um, from Georgia here going to Tampa Bay. Uh, to me, it just makes all the sense in the world to pair him up with Mike Evans. Um, you got two big body guys on the outside. 
Uh, something tells me that they still like Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller in the inside still. But um, if not, you can go back and get another guy inside later in this draft. But here I'm going with George Pickens um, uh, going to Tampa Bay at 28. Kansas City is on the clock. And you never know what Kansas City does at the end of the first round. Who Nobody ever knows. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have them doing this year in the draft? Uh, there's, there's a couple of guys that you can go receiver. Uh, Jahan Dotson, I pray as a Ravens fan that <laughs> Jahan Dotson doesn't end up in Kansas City. Um, but it kind of seems like a match made in heaven. Uh, Trayvon Walker, another guy, you know, they had to bring in Melvin Ingram um, to help out put some pressure on the edge. Uh, Trayvon Walker seems like a guy that fits there as well. Um, obviously, Devin Lloyd is still sitting there. Uh, and again, Tyron Matthew might be walking out the door this summer. So you may need a safety. So where do you see Kansas City going? Man, you give me plenty of options, man. I'm like, like I, I, I had a, I had one in mind, <laughs> but you just named like 50 other ones. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> Let me rethink that. Um, yeah, personally, um, I didn't think Robert Sear was a lead right now. Um, I think their defense sucked mm-hmm. this year. Um, it's better right now, but in the beginning, again, it was not good at all. They have a, a very bad safety in in um in what's his name again, Daniel Sorensen. I'm not sure. We just call him a touchdown because if you throw if you throw on him, touchdown. it's usually yeah. a touchdown. <laughs> He's not very good right now. I was thinking of replacements for him, but also they do need an edge, and they do have. Ingram, I don't know if they resign him. I see them going to safety. Let's say, let's say they resign him. I mean, he's not that old, in my opinion. So I, I say let's go safety because that defense needs to get better. Again, you said Tyron Matthew might leave. So I think safety right now is is a better. And I think um. So there's Daxon and there's Jordan Battle. I love Jordan Battle, but I'm pretty sure they need a cover safety. And that's not turn battle, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's the hard hitting safety. So you go with Daxon Hill um, here. Yeah, definitely. I I think he is is the best one right now. Um, I do love battle way better than Daxon Hill, but I feel like the need is. Yeah, I, I like Daxon Hill, um, but when I think Kansas City and fit, I think Jordan Battle just slides right into that defense, and he can make an impact day one at safety. Um, but I, in my opinion, with if I had this pick. Uh, Trayvon Walker would be the guy I would go with. Um, and, and, and to me, it's just you got to get pressure on the quarterback. Um, and what happens is uh, offenses, they just single in on Chris Jones and they're starting to double team him. Um, Frank Clark is starting to come back on. But again, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, and I don't know how much you can rely on Melvin Ingram another year again. So I think Trayvon Walker is the smart pick here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I understand Dex he Hill because you do need help on the back well. end. Um, but uh, Trayvon Walker, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, Jake, Georgia but he players. just reminds you of a Steve Spagnola um, guy back in his why. New York days. It's not necessarily a pipeline, but I mean, I can think back. Absolutely. Justin Houston was a first round pick to Kansas City, and he was big time player at Georgia. So uh, they might have some yep. sort of fondness uh, for that program. And it certainly is better now than it has been um, for, for many years. So, uh, I, I think that would be a, a pretty easy transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Detroit on the clock at 30. Now this is an interesting pick because you can, you, you kind of have your choice at quarterback. If Detroit wants to go quarterback here, you got uh, Sam Howell still there. Desmond Ritter's still there. Malik Willis still there. Um, yeah. But you also can build um, on uh, defense. Or you can go receiver. Wide receiver you got Jahan Dotson. Uh, Drake London is still there. there. Uh, so where do you go? Amon Ross St. Brown is a very good player. That's something to build on. I liked him a ton last year. Um, they have a good tight end in TJ Hawkinson, and they have some good running backs. But, but right now, the quarterback, even if I get them a great receiver, isn't going to be utilized um to the i mean i i'm not a lions fan but i don't think he'll be utilized correctly um until they get the right quarterback but i i say that and i'm not going to pick a quarterback here uh i I don't think they're ready yet i think they just need to take talented players um 
Devin Lloyd has been sitting for far too long. It's it's pick number 30. He's not not necessarily the, <laughs> the highest position of need on their board, but, I mean, Dan Campbell yep. likes fast physical players, and I think Devin Lloyd um, can be that for them in Detroit. I a thousand percent agree, and I'm not going to lie to you. Tennessee is the next pick, and I have it, and I was hoping Devin Lloyd slid because Mike Variable was probably sitting there with a smile on his face if he got Devin Lloyd in, in Tennessee. Um, but great pick. I, I think he fits well with what Dan Campbell wants to do. He wants a physical team. So, I mean, think about what, uh, what you just did with Detroit. You got Aiden Hutchinson on the edge. You got Devin Lloyd directly in the middle of the defense. And then you're probably going to end up getting somebody in the secondary in round uh, two and three. Uh, now you're starting to build that defense. Uh, and, I, I, and if this is their draft plan, that to me tells me they put some money into their offense. I think another receiver will help. Trading for a guy, again, you know, our guy, trading for a guy like Tyler Huntley. Just get a quarterback in who can kind of improve the play. Because if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, the NFC North is completely wide open for any team that wants it. And it might just take eight wins to get you there. So, you just want a serviceable game manager at your quarterback, not a guy who's going to turn it over like Jerry Goff does. Uh, so I, I think this is a good strategy going forward for Dan Campbell. Tennessee's on the clock at 31. And uh, honestly, you know, who the heck would I grab here? Uh, man, this is a tough one. It's like the later the draft goes, you know, how the harder it gets. You know, they need a linebacker. Um, Devin Lloyd would have been perfect, like I said. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really see – I don't feel corner as much of a need as, you know, some people might think. Um, I do think they need to build on their offensive line, but it's not really a guy who I think that's a, a guy you would take here. Uh <laughs> I like Sean Ryan, um, but I just don't see he. I don't think he's a guy you take here. Uh, do you possibly look at quarterback Ryan Tannehill be going into the last year of his deal um, here? That, that's a good question. Um, I'm just going to take Roger McCreary here. Uh, I think it's the back of the first round. I think you can get a corner. Uh, and, and Roger McCreary showed me a lot of Alabama. He's a physical guy. I, I like him. I think he fits Mike Variable very well. Um, uh, put on the other side of uh, uh, what's uh, what's the kid's name in, in Tennessee? Um, yeah, I I like that pick a lot. I think uh, Fulton, corner makes a ton of sense. Uh, put him on the other side of uh, Christian Fulton. <laughs> I snagged the um, linebacker right in front of you. Ball, um, and, and Trayvon Walker, another another name you already mentioned, I thought would be a pretty easy fit for them. And then if he was gone, another option at edge would be Jermaine Johnson, a former UGA player that, yeah. that really turned it on at FSU this year. Um, both yep. of them seem like good fits and talented enough players to deserve um, that first round selection. Yeah, well, now you got pick number 32, and, and you got Green Bay on the clock. And, and in my opinion, I, I thought I think this probably would be an easy pick. Um, uh, now, it actually won't be as easy. You know, Devontae Adams may decide to leave if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Um, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, you know, you got a sample, a, a tiniest sample size of Jordan Love. I don't think you'll go quarterback here anyway. Um, but, uh, Winslow, who are you taking with the 32nd pick? Uh, here in the NFL draft. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this a lot. Um, so yeah, how I saw it, um, I don't think, um, I don't think um, Rogers gonna be here next year. Um, I, I was hoping, I was if Rogers stayed, I was taking wide receiver to finally get him the guy he wants. I don't think he's gonna be there. Um, hopefully Adam stays because I, I don't want to take wide receiver here. Um, I do think their defense could be helpful, and I think Trevor Walker is it's time for him to go, in my opinion. He'd been sitting there for a little bit too long. So just just got an edge, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with that that pick. Um, I could see, you know, uh, a, a 
Jordan Battle possibly going here. Um, that pick would make sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I could see another receiver. I could see Jahan Dotson honestly going here as well. I think Jahan Dotson would fit with what Matt LaFleur likes to do. Um, you know, they, they went and got yeah, Randall Cobb I mean, I, I think uh, this past offseason. Uh, it it kind of really hasn't worked out that much player. with him. They um, have some talent. And so I think Jahan Dotson actually will work very so, well in this offense. You Jay, know, bring you him in. He's similar to Zadarius Smith. He can move around the defense. Um, so it, it fits for sure. Jahan Dotson, right when you said that, I was thinking the same thing as you, Randall Cobb. Uh, that's kind of the association um, when you're when you're thinking about that kind of player and, and what it would look like in the Green Bay offense. So uh, that makes a ton of sense. I also thought if they went wide receiver, perhaps John Mechie would make a lot of sense. He's kind of a do-it-all wide receiver, another solid option if they were able to hold on to Devontae Adams, just have another just good receiver out there. Um, that can do everything, not necessarily a gadget, just, yeah. you know, a solid, he can play X and Z and you can even throw him in the slot a little bit if you want. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you guys doing this mock draft with me. I'm definitely going, I want you guys to come back. Um, further down in the off season, we can do this again, see where the way our board lines up again. Um, do me a favor, listeners, go follow Jake Vogel. He's Thanks. a regular on our show. I, I really it. appreciate you joining me again. Um, Winslow at Haitian Sensation on Twitter. Um, I appreciate you guys joining and listening. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it very much.